It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On MLB, your daily MLB podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Baseball fans, welcome to Locked On MLB, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. This is the daily podcast we talk about all of Major League Baseball. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please, as the caption below says, you can call me Sully. This show is being dropped on the first day of September 2021, and we are now at the part of the year that I like to call the good stuff. This show is available on the free and easy-to-use Odyssey app. And if you're at home, if you're in your car, and you have a smart device, be sure to tell it to play podcast Locked On MLB, or check out some of the other great shows on the Locked On Podcast Network, including Locked On Fantasy Baseball with Scott Cullen. You can also follow us on Twitter at Locked On MLB Pods. I'm your pal Sully. I'm at Sully Baseball on Twitter, as it says right below there. Sully Baseball Podcast on Instagram. If you know what I'm talking about, if you're just listening to me in your earbuds, we're also available now on YouTube. You can subscribe to us. Thank you for those of you who do subscribe to us already. Subscribe to us at the Locked On MLB YouTube page. And by the way, there's also a Sully Baseball uh, YouTube page, which features my in-memoriam videos and a couple of the videos I did well before I was got involved in Lockdown MLB. So check out some of those. Some of those are a lot of fun. Hey, it's funny that baseball likes to be associated with the spring, the beginning of the year. It's the signal that the winter's over and baseball's begun. Spring is sprung. And then baseball's there all summer long. It's our companion. It's our sport, the boys of summer. It's our companion all summer long. And in, in some ways, that's the part of the game that I think I love the most in terms of the comfort that you know during May, June, July, August, there's always a game on every day, except for that one day uh, before the All-Star game. And there's always, chances are if your team isn't playing, that there's a reason to follow a game. And you don't watch Every single pitch, you don't locked in to every single at bat. It's there. It's always there for you. You're washing dishes. You're doing a barbecue. You're doing chores. You're taking a long drive, and you got a ball game on. And the summertime is when it's your companion. But let's face it. Fall is where it's good. It's really good. You know, the best movies that have a great climax and a great end part to it, well, they work because the build-up to it was worthwhile. Whether it was the truck chase in Raiders of the Lost Ark or the Avengers all coming through the the Doctor Strange portals in, what was it, uh, Avengers Endgame, or whether it was a Death Star battle or whether well, it was a big fight with Green Goblin and Spider-Man, whatever you're going to point to, you know, all the Rocky fights, whatever whatever film that you're looking that has a great finale, then 
they only worked as a finale and are memorable if the buildup to it is worthwhile. And the buildup to a baseball season is the fall. That was one of the weird things about last year's truncated 60-game season. I Obviously, it had to happen the way it did because of COVID, and I understand. But there is that element that it felt like it was just dessert without the dinner. And while it's nice to sneak a cookie from time to time, having those moments where the whole year has built up to this final showdown, well, that's what makes the season so great. And one of the reasons why I love baseball is the fact that the season is long. The season does have ebbs and flows. That it isn't always just every game means everything, like in football. I like having stretches where a team plays really well, plays poorly, they can adjust. I I really love that about the game. But now comes the good stuff. Now comes the dessert. Now comes the attack on the Death Star. Now comes stealing E.T. away on the bikes. All the great endings of movies you want to throw at me, fine. This is where it gets really good, okay? And with the fall arriving, we could see some, well, let's just be fair and call it potential major league anarchy. Now, one big surprise that has come about, in my humble opinion, is all year long, I've been saying that I don't believe that there is a single 100-win team in the American League, nor did I think there was a 100-loss team in the American League. I thought it was all kind of bunched together. I didn't expect the Rays to do what they're doing right now. I didn't think the Rays would go on this rampage that has all but erased the effects of the Yankees' 13-game winning streak. And right now, as of this recording, the Rays are tied with the San Francisco Giants for the best record in baseball. Not just the American League, but the best record in baseball. They're on that nine-game winning streak, and they beat the COVID-ravaged Red Sox, who mm, had a pretty miserable August. But with that, the Rays have thrown themselves into that one position that I didn't think we were going to see all year long, which is American League frontrunner. You know, you take a look at the standings right now as of this recording as we're just now entering September. Uh, it's just a little past midnight as I'm recording this. The Tampa Bay Rays are 84 and 48. They are the only team in the American League that has already clinched a winning record. And that 84 and 48 is identical to the San Francisco Giants and is half a game better than the Los Angeles Dodgers. Now, the other teams in the American League, there is one other surefire playoff team, and that is the White Sox have a middle of a two-game winning streak. And despite the Indians having some really terrific pitching recently, the Central is all but wrapped up. The Astros are pretty clear for winning a postseason spot as well, although there was a weird bit of irony in the game between the Mariners and the Astros on Tuesday evening. The, the the last time the Mariners and the Astros played in Seattle, Kendall Graveman was a star closer for the Seattle Mariners, and the Mariners won because of a late-inning grand slam that stunned the Astros. 
and the celebration had just ended when Graveman was traded from the Mariners to the Astros for Toro. And the timing of it could not have been worse for the morale of the Seattle Mariners. And yet here we are today, and the Mariners played the Astros in a wonderfully pitched ball game. And Graveman is now on the mound for the Astros, and he was facing Toro, who is now batting for the Mariners. And what did Toro do? He hit a grand slam to win that game. So at least for today, the Mariners got the better of that trade. But taking a look around the Yankees, the Red Sox, the A's, they're all kind of bunched together right now. Now, I know the Red Sox had a terrible, terrible month that went from the best record in the American League to hanging on by their fingernails to the second wildcard spot. But as I had had Lauren on from Lockdown Red Sox, I said to her, and and I'm going to say it again right now, if I had polled one billion Red Sox fans before the season and said on September 1st, the Red Sox would be on pace to win 90-some-odd games and have the second wildcard spot, would you take it? And every single fan would have said yes, especially after the disappointing 2019 season, the poor defense of the World Series, and the disastrous Renneke year of 2020 in the truncated season. If you had said, okay, in September, they're a playoff team. And guess what? Everyone would take it. Everyone would take it. Remember a couple of days ago, the Yankees were in the middle of that tremendous winning streak, and it looked like the Yankees had turned the corner and were on the verge of probably being the favorite to win the American League pennant. Now, they could very well win the American League pennant. Absolutely, they could. And they're on a four-game losing streak. Fine. That means out of their last 17 games, they've won 13 of them. Most people would take that ratio. But here's an interesting fact. There's about 30 games to go. 30. That's a small sample size. It's about a month's worth of games. In other words, if you look at the standings at the end of April, there could be some weird, weird, weird standings. And you say, yeah, it's only April. With that amazing streak that the Yankees went on and a horrific streak that the Oakland A's went on where they lost 7 of 10 recently leading up to the series with the Yankees, keep this in mind. If over the last 30 games, the A's play three games better than the Yankees, then they would have caught them. If they played four games better than the Yankees down the stretch, then they would pass them. If the Red Sox played three games better than the Yankees, then they would pass them. There is a scenario where the Yankees miss the postseason altogether. It's a long stretch because it involves a, let's just be honest, not a tremendously strong Red Sox team to go on a big run and an A's team that has been up and down all year to have a click. But do you know what? It's only 30 games. You're not talking 162 anymore. This is the good stuff. 
this is where it gets real good. This is the part of the year that everyone remembers. This justifies a summer. And teams that were big-time contenders all year that fall apart at the very end and miss the playoffs at the very end are forgotten. Remember the 2010 Padres? I bet you don't. They were a team that were in first place right towards the end of the year. And they were passed by the Giants, went on to win the World Series. And most people don't remember that squad. Most people don't remember some of the teams that were surprise contenders that came up just short towards the end. Because people remember who wins and who played the best in October. And in order to get there, you need a September. Hey, Jeff Carr. I don't know if you're a football fan or not. I don't really follow it. You're a football fan. Who's your team? Sadly, the Cincinnati Bengals. Well, I'm a big fan of the California Adams, as seen in the film Gus the Field-Kicking Mule from Disney in the 1970s. I still think they have a shot. And quite frankly, I'm more of a USFL guy. But it is that time of year, and all eyes are turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the season. And as always, where's your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season? It's betonline.ag, Sully. That's right. They got all the updated odds, props, and contests. Do you know what they include? The online half-million-dollar NFL mega contest. Do you know what those words mean in that order? Lots of money. That's right. And it's also got the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest. It's open now at Bet Online. Think of all the built bars that could buy you. Yes, I did a little cross pollinating promotion, but what you got to do is you got to head to the website, use your mobile device to sign up today, receive your how much welcome bonus? You get 50% more. You get 100% welcome bonus, is what you get. Oh, and you got to make sure for their opening day super promo here's how it jeff you're 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 a gambler you know how this works you make a bet on thursday september 9th the season opener between the super bowl champion tampa bay buccaneers and the dallas cowboys and if you lose and chances are you will your wager will be refunded up to 25 dollars there you go for new customers only when signing up and using the promo code nfl 100 I like getting mulligans. Mulligans are good. Mulligans are good. And how would you describe Bet Online? Bet Online is the easiest to use online sports book, and it's the only online sports book that I trust. And and when you've got NFL lines, I'm taking the over on the win totals for the Bengals this year. I'm just feeling it. I don't know. You might be taking the over on the Adams too. It feels like their year. Uh, I, I well, at least I'm going to draft Gus in my field goal kicking fantasy team. From football, (laughs) baseball, basketball, boxing, right up to your favorite Las Vegas casino games. Don't wait. Take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is your online sportsbook expert. Here's a question. What is it that people have against Blake Snell? I mean, two times he was on the verge of having the great signature pitching performance of his life. And he gets pulled. I mean, this is a guy who's had a nice career. I mean, he's won a Cy Young Award. He's checked a couple of boxes off the proverbial bucket list in baseball. And he was throwing a one-hit shutout masterpiece in last year's Game 6 of the World Series and was lifted. And the 
Rays promptly coughed up the lead to the Dodgers and Dodgers went on to win the World Series. And I tweeted the second that that move was made. I said, congratulations to the world's champion Los Angeles Dodgers, because it was so obvious what was on the verge of happening, which was the Dodgers were going to rally against the Rays bullpen. Well, today, Blake Snell was throwing a no-hitter through seven and then was lifted. Now, I, I don't know, maybe there's some analytics and maybe there's some uh, decisions that have made sense in the long run to have them not pitch the eight thing. But, you know, don't you have that guy have a shot to do it? I mean, I, I know we've already had a Padres no-hitter this year, so maybe that's a little bit old hat. But holy Toledo, can, can you give the guy a shot? Can you give him a shot? You know, in last year's World Series, I don't care what analytics you throw at me. The fact of the matter is when it's an elimination game, you throw that into the dumpster and you ride the hand that's doing a good job. That's like bringing Madison Bumgarner out of the bullpen in game seven of the World Series in 2014. There are instances of players who are handed the ball and saying, hey, they're doing the job. Why are we going to take it away from them? And at least give Snell a chance to those six or seven innings last year. Give him a shot in the eighth inning. Well, the Padres bullpen wound up coughing up the no-hitter, but wound up getting the victory. And with that and the fact that the Reds were idle, well, now the Padres and the Reds are going to play a 29-game season. That's That's what it is. For 29 games, which team is better? The Reds or the Padres, whichever one is better, is going to get that second wildcard spot. Or is it that simple? Because the St. Louis Cardinals, who are not exactly on a rampage right now, they're 5-5 five and five in their last 10 games. But they've lined up at the perfect right time to line up with the Cincinnati Reds, who have dropped their last three. And the fact of the matter is, the Cardinals and the Reds are playing a doubleheader. If the Cardinals sweep that, they pull within a half game of the Reds. They are one good week and one bad Cincinnati week from doing a leapfrog. And the fact that the two teams are playing each other means that, well, there's some potential anarchy that could go down in the National League. You know, the Philadelphia Phillies are also making things really interesting. They're going on the best offensive streak that they've had since the 1933 Phillies. We all remember them, right? And they've won their last five games. And they've pulled within two games of the loss column of one of the two wildcard positions. And you take into account the two-game losing streak by the Atlanta Braves and the fact that the Phillies have woken up and are starting to play quite well, thank you very much. The Phillies are now only two and a half games behind the Atlanta Braves. And once again, we're talking about who can have a good last month and who can have a bad last month. I'm going to go to baseballreference.com, the single greatest website in the history of the planet Earth, to check on something right now. The Philadelphia Phillies schedule, you'll forgive me, I don't know it off the top of my head. But there is a series left with the Atlanta Braves towards the end of the year. And so the Phillies can make up some serious ground. The Phillies 
can turn this into one of those worthwhile seasons. You know, the kind of season that make you say, hey, this is a year that people will remember. And remember, the Phillies are, believe it or not, one of the teams that didn't make the postseason all during the last, you know, the last, what is it, 10 seasons now? They haven't had a winning record since the play where Ryan Howard fell in like a heap. And they've had a tremendous amount of stars playing on the team since then. But the 2011 postseason remains the last winning season that this team has had. And they're on a little bit of a roll. They're on a little bit of a winning streak. And the Braves have been playing absolutely outstanding ball to leapfrog the Mets and the Phillies to get to the top spot in the National League East. But remember, they have been an overachieving team, especially after the injuries to Ronald Acuna. And interesting things happen to those types of teams in that many times they come crashing back down to earth. So the Phillies, the Braves are, that's a potential razor thin situation there. The Dodgers and the Giants are interesting that they're both going to be winning teams. They're both are going to make the postseason, but you know, the Dodgers do not want to play a one game playoff. And the same thing with the Giants, there's a sense of urgency there too. And so when you take a look at some of these pennant races that are going around in the National League, which looks so secure for so long, the rise of the Cardinals, the potential slipping of the Reds, the ship being righted in Philadelphia. Now, is it too late for the Mets? They would have to have an absolutely spectacular, unbelievable, otherworldly September. And... I just don't see it happening. I just don't see it happening. The Giants don't want to take a look at the fact that they had the best record in baseball for so long and then find themselves playing Cincinnati or San Diego in a one-game playoff situation. Although, if the Padres are in a one-game playoff situation, here's what the Giants better hope for. That Blake Snell gets the call because he'll inevitably get pulled when he starts throwing a masterpiece. That's all I got to say about that. But the fact of the matter is you saw teams like the Cardinals and the Phillies and the Braves all buy at the deadline. Some people say, why are they doing that? Why are they doing that? They're not really contenders. And as it turns out, maybe they are. Maybe they were. And maybe the team saw like, hey, if a couple of fluky things happen, we could be right back in this. And it appears to be that's what is happening with those teams. And when it came to the trade deadline, They didn't stand pat, and they actually popped the hood, and they did what they could to make the team better. If you need to pop the hood for your car, go to rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's impossible for your local chain store to have all the parts that you need. Why endure their often pointless and sometimes intimidating questions when you can just go to rockauto.com and find the best pieces for your car or truck? Whether you're going to use a brake part, tail lamp, motor oil, even a new carpet. RockAuto.com lets you save time and money. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or a car dealership? They have everything you need at RockAuto.com. And if you explore their easy-to-use website today, you can find a solution for your auto part needs. Go to RockAuto.com. 
and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in there. How do you hear about us box so they know that we sent you? Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts you'll ever need are at rockauto.com. And now let's talk a little bit about direct TV stream. Does this sound familiar? You got one device that lets you catch the game live, another one that you stream for your favorite shows. You're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you got your neighbor's best friend's login for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you it's a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle, and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes, no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion. Get your TV directly through DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by name. Let's take a quick peek at who is playing on Wednesday as we take a look at the teams entering the final weeks of the season. And here on September 1st, you have a double header between the St. Louis Cardinals and the Cincinnati Reds. Can the Cardinals use this as a way to leapfrog their way into pennant contention? You have the Astros and the Mariners. The Mariners won with a grand slam by Toro, and the game was closed out by former friend of the podcast, Sean Dula. Well, he's still a friend of the podcast. What am I talking about? And Odorizzi and Gilbert are going to be pitching in the Astros-Mariners matchup. The Rockies and the Rangers fight off. The Padres and the Diamondbacks are going with you, Darvish, hoping to match what Ian Snell did. The Phillies and the Nats are playing. Nola versus Espino. And then you have the Yankees, who've had a hard time of it with the Angels. They're throwing Garrett Cole, who I thought was going to sign with the Angels a few years ago, against Naughton of the Angels. The A's are looking to make a ground against the Red Sox as they play the Detroit Tigers, and the Red Sox are playing the Tampa Bay Rays. Other games include the Indians and the Royals, the Cubs and the Twins, Pirates, White Sox, Brewers, Giants, Braves, Dodgers, and there's a postponed game between the Mets and the Marlins. So here we go. It's fall. It's the best time of the year for baseball. So you can follow us in the free and easy to use Odyssey app and all the places where you get your podcasts. This has been Locked On MLB for the first day of September 2021. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. Betting on Major League Baseball doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get podcasts. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.